Welcome to the podcast for people turning the great American RV adventure into stressless camping. We're glad you joined our weekly adventure. Now let's gather around the campfire with our hosts, Peggy and Tony Barthel. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Stressless Camping Podcast. This is officially episode number one, uh, one that Peggy and I are very, very excited about, not just because it's episode one and we've been talking about this and we're finally getting around to it, but <laughs> but also uh, the, our guest, which was just so exciting to us. Uh, it's neat when you can meet people who you really admire. But first, let's talk about a big problem. I've got a big problem. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And that big problem is going to bed. No, that's not the problem. <laughs> getting up getting up is a problem for me. But the real problem is making that bed. Oh, my God. Nobody likes to make a bed, and nobody likes to make a bed in an RV. That's right. So we have a problem. What's the solution? Well, I mean, if you don't want to get folded up in the Murphy bed like I did the first time I made the bed. Yeah, that was funny, by the way. You want to see something funny. An adult (laughs) woman where the Murphy bed is going up and like kind of like a big clam eating her. And an adult man laughing so hard he almost fell on the floor before he could help Yeah, me. I couldn't help her. I was just <laughs> laughing at her. I mean, come on. It was kind of funny. And I, I wish I had a camera. And, and no adult women were harmed in the making of this video. Which is good. <laughs> so what can we do about it? Well, one of the things to do about it is to make bed making easier. That's a good idea. How would I do something like that? Well, there's a couple of options. Of course, one is to never change the sheets. Ew. Yeah, probably not the best option. (laughs) No, wrong. (laughs) Okay, so anyway, um, how about our solution, which is the RV bed bag? Hey, that's a good solution. I like it. We found these RV bed bags in Quartzsite, and there was a booth there, and essentially it's kind of like a big sleeping bag, right? It's pretty much a big double sleeping bag that zips together. The One of the beauties of this particular big double sleeping bag is that one side is for winter and one side is for summer. So there's a thick sleeping bag and a thin sleeping bag. So when summer comes, you flip it over and you don't have quite so much bedding on top of you. And when winter comes, you flip it back over and you've got a little bit of extra blanket on top. Yeah, that's cool. But also, uh, if you like to sleep on proper sheets, that's what's inside this RV super bag. And so there are sheets inside here. So you're sleeping on normal sheets. They're really nice and soft and they're held in by Velcro. And this RV super bag company has really thought this through because the Velcro fasteners or whatever are rounded on the edge. So they're not poking you all night long. Right. They're rounded on the edge. They're well sewn on. They put the um, soft side that you might have some chance to contact with is the soft side. So that's on the actual sleeping bag part. And then the, what I call the pokey part (laughs) is on the sheet side. So you don't, you, you don't really risk ever touching that. Then when it's time to wash, you just rip the Velcro out of the bag and take the sheets in and wash them. Yeah, it's really convenient. So we are a big fan of these RV super bags. They are well-made, and you can get them. We'll have a link in the show notes, so don't forget to check us out at stresslesscamping.com, and there will be show notes of how to find these RV super bags, and also pictures. Uh, it really solved a problem for us because 
we no longer have to do really much to make the bed. I mean, you zip it up and you're done. And the sheets are nice and soft and you can go and have them washed and, and all of that. So it's a, it's a good situation. Right. And that's the good thing is you don't have to, there's no sheet that has to go over the mattress. So you don't have to reach the head of the mattress. You just keep it on top of the mattress like a sleeping bag. And that's a little bit different from the Betty's beds, which are very popular also. Those are also zip shut, so they're very easy to make, but they do actually have a fitted part that goes on the mattress, which means you're folding yourself into the Murphy bed again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you haven't guessed, our we have a travel trailer, and that travel trailer has a Murphy bed. And aside from the fact that it tried to eat Peggy once, we do really like it. We like it very much. Of course, the newer versions of our travel trailer have a bed lock now, so there is no consuming of our veers. Huh. Yeah, there's a little lock on them. I don't know. So, yeah, right? I told you I like those new models. <laughs> All right. Well, so that's that's our tip of the week is the RV super bags. And uh, we now have a few words we'd like to share with you about Harvest Hosts. And Harvest Hosts is a subscription membership program that has over 700 wineries, museums, breweries, golf courses, and all sorts of things all over the country. It, it solves the problem of I can't find a great campground or if camping is all about the experience the Harvest Host program is a great option for you. Basically, you're boondocking in these beautiful, wonderful places. There's no extra fee in addition to the to the membership itself. Of course, when you go to some place, you can hardly help but go into the winery and buy some wine or go into the train museum and take a train ride. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you almost can't not do those things. And they appreciate that. And of course, that makes them happy hosts. But there, but there's so many beautiful places to visit. Yeah. So Harvest Host, the good thing is visit StresslessCamping.com and we have a discount. We've got the best deal on the internet. Visit us, uh, StresslessCamping.com. And so without any further ado, as I said, we are extremely excited about this episode. I have been a nerd listening to podcasts since the format almost started. I love podcasts. And the second podcast I subscribed to was one called Living the RV Dream with John and Kathy Huggins. And Living the RV Dream went on for over 400 episodes. It was great advice. They were just fantastic hosts. They were fun to listen to. I, I really appreciated it. We learned so much from yeah. listening to that podcast. Even I became a nerd. Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and uh, we contacted John and Kathy, and they agreed to be our very first guests. John and Kathy Huggins, who for years did the Living the RV Dream podcast, uh, they were a huge inspiration for us. They have published So You Want to Be an RVer, celebrating the RV lifestyle on Amazon, and So You Want to Be a Work Camper, which is a Great book to get if you are thinking of uh, work camping. And if you're going to an RV show, don't forget how to survive an RV show and make it a great experience. So three <laughs> must-haves, and they're available all on Amazon. Uh, how, how many episodes of Living the RV Dream were there? 
407 over eight years. I have to tell you, another thing you can buy from John and Kathy are uh, all of those episodes on a flash drive. I have. I bought it when I was in Quartzsite this year, and uh, I'm going to assume that you both are sitting down. I have listened to all 400 of those since I bought it. He had had quite a commute for the last year or so. (laughs) You know more about us than we do. (laughs) My goodness. I can almost tell you what uh, kind of coffee you had this morning. Yeah, we had a lot of fun doing that. It uh, it started actually in live radio. Which I've listened to also. Those episodes are on that flash drive. Yeah. We improved as we went along. I know that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, our sound got better, that's for sure. Yeah, the shows just got better and and tighter. And uh, one of the things that was consistent from the very beginning is how high the quality of information was on the shows. They were just absolutely terrific and you would learn something from every episode but they're also a lot of fun the way you both uh, <laughs> did the show it was just it was a kick to listen to i really enjoyed it yeah it, i had it, to keep him under control it, even the way i used to talk over <laughs> sure absolutely that's part hey, of the best part that's the inspiration for us he's going to do that to me all the time <laughs> don't do it Learn hand signal. <laughs> right now he has his back to me. We need to do a little yeah. bit of rearranging of the office. Yeah, every every once in a while I'll get a hand signal and we can't share that one. Yeah. <laughs> yes, be kind. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we 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 plan to do a G-rated show cuz those are the the best kind, but absolutely. They really are. Yeah. We early on probably up until the last six months. We tried to keep it all positive mm-hmm. and, and abo- you know, weren't slamming anybody. <laughs> but yeah. after a few episodes with gas refrigerators and uh, listening to people talk about the horror stories from the new RVs they bought, we kind of deviated a little. A little, yeah. But it was a whole lot easier with the positive stuff. Yeah. It is. And there's a lot of positive out there. Yeah. Sure. But the uh, the bad stuff also was very informational. Yes. Well, yeah. And we put an awful lot of that in the book and also on our website, which is no longer active. But, uh, yeah, especially the refrigerator thing, because that'll kill you. Yeah. And uh, it's funny. Late, as you know, I've been working in the RV industry for the past few years. And mm-hmm. the where water heaters used to be just bulletproof man we're swapping control boards and those things left and right and uh, i just wrote an article with the help of a couple of firefighters about rv fires and all the pictures that i have are from actual firsthand well not rvs burning but like water heater fires and things like that are from firsthand experience which is really discouraging yes if i was going to buy a rig today it would be all electric no gas yeah and yeah that makes sense and that has become more and more possible especially with the high quality batteries that there are nowadays and and uh, all of that it's solar and batteries are just amazing where they've gone yes well believe it or not you may know this or may not with lithium batteries today because they've gotten cheaper they are very, very small and very, very lightweight, but with a battery bank a little bit bigger than what four of those flooded uh, 
golf cart batteries, you can run an air conditioner. Yeah, it's isn't it amazing? And they've overcome the charging issues where they're fairly temperature sensitive with uh, battery management systems and such. That lithium is the way to go. Mm-hmm. It's still expensive, but yes, it is. They overcame the fact that they used to burst into flame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's always a bummer. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it, it's something we learned. I learned from a few people who pioneered there in the lithium batteries when they were a battery bank like that would cost ten thousand dollars or more. Yeah, and now that's not the case. There are companies out there that uh, can swap out the batteries for lithium batteries that fit in the same battery boxes, and you're set. And they don't off gas, so a lot of times you can even put them in compartments and stuff where you. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a neat situation. Yeah. Yeah, that that's that's what I would look for today. Um you aren't going to find them in uh, entry level rigs, but it is something you can retrofit. And and well worth it. In fact, I'm waiting for the day that my flooded batteries die in our travel trailer <laughs> so I can replace them. <laughs> it won't be long. They no. don't last that long. <laughs> no, they're at almost 3 years now, so I'm I'm wow. counting the minutes. I keep wow. asking him if he's done the maintenance, and he says, uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. You're, <laughs> aren't you supposed to put lemonade in your batteries? <laughs> well, see, that's your mistake. You've been doing regular maintenance. I know. Days. Well, I listened to Living the RV Dream with John and Kathy Huggins. <laughs> I was out there all the time checking water levels and cleaning them off. Yeah, and exactly. That would last me maybe four and a half, five years. Yeah, that's about, we're at three now, and they're, they're still going strong. So, yeah. darn it, I wish, well, you know when they're going to die when we plan a five-day boondocking trip. Right. And it'll well, be on the first day. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, the podcasting was very, very new when we started out. There was only one other RV podcast going on. Those were the RV navigators. I'm not sure if they're still doing it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And then what got me is there was... Uh, I got into listening to podcasts from Leo Laporte and his Tech Guy series. And then I started looking around, and I I think you were the second podcast that I subscribed to. So now when we're traveling, we listen to you. Or (laughs) if I'm ready for my nap, he listens to Leo. Yeah. (laughs) Well, your your lists, the suggestion of making lists have saved us from... We don't really have any real RV calamities. Yes, we don't. No. And we only did, I only did the Blackwater dance one time. <laughs> so, we only did it twice. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. Twice. Well, and I, and mine, I, I'm going to blame just the universe having a good laugh at me because I did what <laughs> you're supposed to do. Ran the, the gray, you know, a little bit of gray water. You nothing happened. It. I pulled that black valve at a friend's campground. And of course oh. it comes shooting out of the ground. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just lesson learned. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's not much fun to clean up. <laughs> no, especially, and you want to clean it up before your friend who lets you stay there yeah, yeah. Finds out, yeah. sees it. So, <laughs> And we're in California. Yeah. We'd probably have to do some sort of a major hazmat call in some agency. We'd be on the Superfund list. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering why you're still there. Yeah, in California. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> in the country very soon here where we live it's it's the wine country it's we live in lake county 
and it's uh-huh. it's just it's you wake up to a postcard every day and there's no traffic and people are nice and it's there's a lot of pluses where we live but yeah. you're right the the state takes its share and but we do get so. horrible roads with great big potholes and things like that as a as a payback that's so, a bonus yeah yeah <laughs> well we found that all over the country i'll be honest yeah. with you our our best advice to anybody traveling is take the state highways not the interstates yeah yeah, I always remember you're saying the red routes. Well, they are the red roads, and they seem to be maintained better. Yeah, I don't know if the county has to help or what. Well, yeah, the counties own those, even though they're U.S. highways, so they pay a, a lot for it. But yeah. we've found more cool stuff to see, Yes, met more interesting people. I mean, <laughs> it's a way to travel. But do you know, the best part is that Red roads go through small towns, and when you go through a small town and you park your rig and you go to the local cafe, everybody wants to talk to you. And yeah. tell you what. Yeah. Yeah, and then you get kind of, they kind of start figuring out who you are, and then they say, oh, we've got old George down here. He's got a big ball of string. or <laughs> <laughs> You know, he raises rabbits, and he's won awards or something, and you go see it just for fun. Yeah, we definitely have our share of Georges here. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> like the woodpecker guy. Yeah. yeah. That's the real America. You yeah. Know, I not the big cities, not the major highways. The right. real America, the real people are on the side roads and they're generous and they're kind and they want to do anything they can to help you and they want to find out about who you are and what you're doing. And you, have, and you get plenty of stuff for your podcast because you're talking to old George. And, yeah. And Frank, and they come in every morning to have breakfast at the local cafe, and <laughs> then they start talking to you, and they get slow, and you're just, you know, you're just fun. Meeting those people, and and that that's the fun part of travel. Well, yeah. one of the fun parts. And then they tell you places to stay that doesn't cost you. Right. We stayed at a, a city park. Didn't cost us a nickel. Huh. Full hookup. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That was somewhere in the Midwest. I forget where now. County parks in the Midwest, you know, $10 maybe a night, and it's a trust thing. You pick up an envelope, put your 10 bucks in. Oh, that's the fairgrounds. That's the fairgrounds, yeah. Fairgrounds are great places to stay because when the fair's not going on, there's all kinds of other stuff happening. You might be camped there, and there's a rodeo going on or a softball tournament or who knows what. Yeah, it's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, tractor shows. <laughs> yes, well, yeah, tractor pull. Yes. Yeah, our fairgrounds has a skating rink all year long, except during the fair. <laughs> That's great, that would be yeah. fun to watch. Yeah, and they have these things called boat races where they they take junk cars and they attach a boat. And notice, I made oh. no mention of trailers. <laughs> they soap up the track, and the objective is to knock the other guy's boat off his car. Oh my God! <laughs> at, the, at the end of the time limit, whatever it's ten or fifteen minutes, anybody that still has any piece of boat attached wins by applause. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That it's ridiculous <laughs> fun to watch. Oh, it is. <laughs> school bus races we used oh, to watch. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, it, it's such a neat country. We're so fortunate to live here. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and while you're traveling, a lot of this stuff happens by accident. I mean, you you didn't know about it, but there it is. Yes. I mean, we were up in North Dakota, 
at the little beautiful little town of Medora, and we were there to see the Theodore Roosevelt National Park. Yes. Well, who knew that they were going to have an outdoor show, which goes on all summer, very patriotic yeah. and very yeah. beautifully done. Yes. And right at the top of this outdoor amphitheater is an eating venue called the Pitchfork Fondue. Huh. Whoa. They put a steak on a pitchfork and boil, boil it. In boiling canola boil oil. oil. Yeah, and they're good. Wow. Oh, my God. That sounds you fantastic. Your corn and your beans and all the other Potatoes stuff. And, and when you get to the end of the line, it's either a ribeye or, or a strip. And you, <laughs> you should give them your ticket, and they'll... Take it off and say medium or well, you know, how long. <laughs> wow. <laughs> put it on your plate and off you go. Wow. <laughs> Dinner never... and a show. Yeah. The and show was awesome. Yeah. It's very patriotic. Clean. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was great. You know, we really didn't know it was there. Huh. No, we, we, we went for the town of Medora yeah. and for the, uh, the national park there. Mm-hmm. And here this thing was. <laughs> That's great fun. It, it was like South Dakota. Yeah. We figured, well, we'll be there one year. Not exactly, as you know. <laughs> three, three summers, and we pretty well saw everything, but not quite. Not quite. There's always That's the problem with RVing is that you'll gather around somebody's fire at night and start talking about it, and <laughs> you'll say, well, I was just in Podunk. And they'll go, did you see blah, blah, blah? And you're going, no, I didn't know that was there. Oh, yeah. you got to go back. Yes. <laughs> right. Or yeah, it's the last like, night and you find out some incredible thing that you're not going to be able to go to because you have to leave tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> or you get someplace and it's raining and it's cold and it's nasty and the people that are still there, oh, you should have been here <laughs> last week. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Well, let me just hop in my time machine and yeah. take care of that. I want an RV time machine. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It's fun, though. We have, what a pleasure to be able to do it in this country, that we have such freedom to travel almost anywhere we want to, to see all these wonderful things, and to meet such great people. Yeah. I mean, RVers, 99% of them are friendly and outgoing and want to tell you of their adventures, and you want to tell them of your adventures, and it's just a great community. It's a little different now than it was when we started out. There's so many more folks on the road. The trick here is to get somewhere on a Monday. Yeah. We made very few reservations in the whole 12 years we were on the road. We not, make it not, new. not too easy to do now. Yeah. 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 No, although there are services like Harvest Hosts and Boondockers oh, yeah. Welcome, and they yeah. have filled in some of that. Uh-huh. And and we have stayed in some uh, harvest host destinations that were just incredible. And I yeah. uh, I'm a huge railroad fan, and oh, wow. we got to stay in a train museum overnight. And we we were literally locked in, locked and- into the museum <laughs> museum grounds. Yeah. Oh, how wonderful! Yeah. Yeah, that was that was, and it didn't cost us. You know, with harvest host, you don't have to pay to stay, but they hope that you buy like a bottle of wine, whatever they happen to sell there. Well, of course I had to ride the trains and buy a shirt and get bumper stickers. (laughs) I think think it was like 200 bucks. (laughs) KOA would have been cheaper, Yeah, (laughs) but it wouldn't have been the same experience. Yes. 
There's trains to ride all over the country. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would be a goal, I think, of ours is to go places where there where there are breweries and places where there are trains. Yeah, I like both yeah. of those things. Well, you need to go to Colorado. You got Coors and you got the uh, the you know the yep. oh, the, the narrow gauge yeah. railway. Yeah, oh, most yeah. of my family lives there, so we've done we've cool. I've done both of those. Yeah, <laughs> especially New Belgium Brewing Company that they've put out some great beers. Yeah. So, do you have any absolute favorites that you've seen or been to we both love glacier national park in that area of the country we found it just extraordinarily beautiful and it's very um calming there's just this sense of taking a deep breath and relaxing up there and i don't know why (laughs) it, it absolutely is uh we camped just outside the park and we came in early one morning and Lake McDonald is the large lake there, and there wasn't a breath of air yeah, stirring. So uh, the the reflection of the trees to, and forest on one side and snow-capped mountains on the yeah, other was yeah. absolutely took your breath away. Wow. And we were so fortunate because uh, halfway up the, the mountain, there's a rest area kind of thing. And we stopped and used the facilities, and I came out, and the, there's a bus that goes there, and you um, hikers get on the bus to get to the top to walk back down. And this couple didn't get on the bus, and so I asked them, you know, couldn't you fit on the bus, or do you need help or anything? And she, they said no. There wasn't enough room for both of them. And I said, well, we're going to the top. We'll take you. So we did, and she, her dad was the maintenance uh, man, supervisor. supervisor for the going to the Sun Road. So the whole way up going to the Sun Road, we got this personal tour of well, this happened <laughs> it was here. So cool! And this wow. You here, and this is how they did this here. I mean, it was amazing. Just out of pure luck. Yeah, just just being nice to people and and hearing well, their stories. There's there is no end to wonderful stories from incredible people across this land. Oh yeah. Well, we found that the the most fun we had podcasting was when we had somebody to interview. Oh yeah. We enjoyed that. And we've interviewed an awful lot of notables in the RV industry or from present and past, some of them more than once. And I think that was the most fun for us. Yeah. It's uh, for example, Nick Russell, Oh, yeah. yeah. Nick doesn't live that far from us. We haven't been over there yet, but we will. He lives on the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah, and his books are, are terrific. I'm hoping to have him as a guest because his books are – I've read them all, and they're they're really I, – I, I just really like his writing style. We do, too. He would be happy to. Oh, yeah. Any tips to help people make – any journey, a stressless camping experience? First of all, we sit in January and make a, a destination, the one thing we want to get to that year. So once you make that decision, then you kind of plan around it. And just slow down. You don't have to be anywhere tomorrow. There's so much that you miss if you're, you know, going down the interstate at 90 miles an hour. You stop <laughs> overnight. You pull in at 8 o'clock at night. What are you going to do at 8 o'clock at night, you know? And you're on the road again the next morning at 7. We used to only travel 250 miles a day, tops. We would stop uh, by 3 o'clock in the afternoon, so we had time to set up in the daylight. 
time to kind of walk around the campground. We have a dog. So, you know, if you have a dog, everybody comes out and talks to the dog, not to you. (laughs) And you kind of get to know people. You have time to plan to uh, go to the local um, meeting hall and see what's happening for that night. Go to that. It's just, it should be, we think, a very relaxing, enjoyable travels. And the biggest thing that we find is people try to go too far, too fast, and they miss so much. We call it express touring. Yes. Yeah. We did that for our first year. <laughs> and it cost a fortune. Yeah. Oh, we right. Did. And once we started slowing down, we relaxed. Yeah. took off the pressure of us. We used to, about noon, we'd stop and go, well, we'll go another 50 miles maybe, or we'll go another 100 miles. And then I would get out the camping uh, book that told you, you know, the campgrounds in a couple of areas, and we'd call, and we'd make a reservation for that afternoon. Sometimes we'd get there 10 minutes after we made the reservation. <laughs> Back then, most of them, when I asked them about a reservation, oh, you don't need that. we got plenty of space. Come on in. <laughs> ah, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So I think people don't realize they're going way too fast. And so they don't have time to get to know things, our people. Yeah. Even if you're pulling in at 8 o'clock at night, you don't have a chance to get to know your neighbors, except they get upset because you got all your lights on trying to <laughs> hook up to the water and electric. Yeah. yeah. And, and a diesel engine at idle at 9 oh, o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's especially a truck engine. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, one of the one of the things that I I took from your podcast is uh, uh, an expression: "We make our plans in Jello." Yes. Yeah. That was yeah. that was brilliant. <laughs> I, I that wasn't mine. Uh, I who I get that from? Probably Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I have to give Nick credit. He's the guy that encouraged me to write the book. Yes, he did. It was very good. Well, it's definitely a must read if you're. Uh, so especially if you're going full time, but it's just got great advice for anybody who plans to embark on an RV journey. Well, even people who've been out there a while, there's stuff in there they could learn. Yeah. Or a lot of times you'll read something and it's something you may already know, but have forgotten. And so it's it's good to see it in print. We miss it. We've talked about, I'm doing much, much better. Um, and we've talked about maybe getting a class B or C and going back out there, not full time, but maybe two or three weeks at a time and not, you know, staying. We never really did the East Coast a lot. So there's a lot out here we haven't seen either. Yeah, well, the, the principal takeaway from that is I'm so happy that you're doing better. I'm sure John is too. Yeah. <laughs> but we are as well. We're, we've really kept you in our thoughts because. Um, Thank you. It, it was it, it what's a life changing experience yeah. to have medical issues on the road yeah. well it was uh it was enlightening <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> uh, and even there's been another one since we came off a little bit of open heart surgery yeah. and then yet another surgery to reverse what the first guy did oh boy <laughs> oh man but, which has made a huge difference in her life. Yeah, it's been so she's almost back to normal, except for we're at the uh, at the end of a a line of uh, refrigerated meds that have to come every week. Yes. But oh, but that's that, coming to an end. Yeah, we uh, we're hoping. I'm going to see the doctor and see if we can't start cutting it back. Oh, that's it's, terrific. It's yeah. um, it's. Um, 
parental nutrition. It's basic nutrition. It's called TPN. And um, we, I have to have it every night. We have to keep it cold. So that kind of stopped us there for a while. And then I was talking to our supplier, and she said, oh, yeah, I got a friend, a lady out there. And then uh, every two days I'm sending her stuff at different locations. And I thought, well, she can do it. I can do it. Well, actually, our last RV trip, um, we went, where did we leave from when we went up to? Uh, here. We yeah, we here. left from here and went up to New Hampshire for a escapees rally and came back. And uh, they shipped it up there to the rally. Uh, they were expecting it, and they had a fridge to put it in. So as soon as I heard it was there, I went over and got it. So, you know, we can do this. Yes, we can. Good. now, And it's good that you want to go back to it and and head out on the road for some fun adventures. Well, well we know, want to see some stuff we, we haven't, haven't seen. yet. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah. all kinds of stuff we haven't done. Well, and there's a few we'd like to go. I'd like. I want to go back to Branson. Branson's yeah. one of my favorite yeah, places. We have a good time there. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. There's. Uh, it's incredible. So, well, good. Maybe, maybe we'll even uh, see each other out on the road at some point. Well, yeah. I hope so. Certainly, if you come to the Tampa show, you'll see us. Oh, we yeah. we intend to be there. Not this year, but next. So. Just let us know. We'll get there. You betcha. Yeah, and now I know how to find you. they'll change their number (laughs) just remember i have yours too absolutely well you can call anytime i'm excited for you i think you're gonna have a fun time thank you listeners will uh, make sure you let them know to contact you if they have some kind of questions so that you can figure out what they want to know and um we so enjoyed doing it, and we miss it. We really do, yeah. because it, it required us to do some research. And we got, you know, we'd come up with a question, and we'd have to go find the answer to it. Right. And that yeah. was fun. Yeah, it yeah. was fun doing that kind of research and talking with people. And I think you're going to love it. I really yeah. do. Well, there you go. It's it's so cool to meet the people for whom you have so much admiration. That was so wonderful. Yeah, I, I was excited to talk to them. And now we have their number, so... Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, they're going to change it. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Or block us. The court order is is in process now. (laughs) One more thing we wanted to tell you about the grub stick. Oh my gosh. Do you love s'mores? I love s'mores. Grilled cheese sandwiches. Grilled cheese sandwiches, hot dogs. So the grub stick, what is it? It's the fanciest unbent wire coat hanger that you've ever seen. Huh, tell me more. <laughs> so grub stick actually is a um an, an expandable stick yeah. that has a soft, comfortable safety handle on one end and on the other end it has a threaded knob and you can screw onto that knob forks for putting on hot dogs or or marshmallows or square cages for making s'mores. They made them specifically the right size for a stacked s'more. You can use the round cage to cook your hamburger over the fire. They even have a couple of rods that are good for either making a a hot dog wrap wrap or a bacon cup. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Bacon cup. What am I thinking, gentlemen? (laughs) Um, So the cool thing is it's the, if you have a campfire, you really could use a grub stick. It is a fantastic addition to any camping experience. And again, 
They have a discount that's available when you visit the Stressless Camping website and click through to their website and place an order. So check it out. We've got videos there. We've got more information, and we've got a great deal for you. And then the next time we see you around the campfire, we'll bake some s'mores together. No, grilled cheese sandwiches. Hot dogs. Yeah. Bacon cups. (laughs) Bacon cups. Yeah, we agree. Well, that was it. Our very first episode besides, you know, the episode zero. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, we sure appreciate it. We hope you tell your friends. We hope you tell people around the campfire. We hope you tell just about anybody you know. Tell the guy in the line behind you at the grocery store. Yeah, why wouldn't you? So just want to let you know this is kind of typical of how we're going to do these. We're going to try to have some tips and information at the beginning and cool guests with uh, travel and adventures at the end. And that's a chance for you if you would like to be one of those people who are passionate about a specific area or a place that we all have to visit, we'd love to have you on. And you can contact us at stresslesscamping.com. Just fill out the contact us form with your name and all of that, and we will contact you. And tell us your secret. Yeah, we'd love to know where we need to go next. Thank you, everybody. You can find us on all the usual social places. Come and waste some time with us on social media. Visit us at stresslesscamping.com. And and best of all, happy Happy camping. camping! We hope you enjoyed this week's adventure. Time to get out on your own journey. But don't forget to leave the review on your favorite podcast app. And visit stresslesscamping.com for photos, stories, an RV calendar, and more. I'm stressless camper Larry Richardson wishing you happy camping.